And the stuff. I have a very special treat for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Shooter McGavin. The ACC's Daily Attendant Podcast, powered by Musashi. Good morning, Manaya and Lane, in for your Friday morning. That is the fifth attempt that we've had at starting this podcast <laughs> between technical malfunctions, me clicking the wrong buttons. But we're up and running, and you heard it here first. Uh, Shooter Stevenson, he's starting on the wing for the All Blacks this weekend. Yeah, um, look, I mean, you, you missed out the greatest quote from that movie, and that is when Shooter McGavin uh, tells... Um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler that he eats uh, pieces like pieces <laughs> of shit for breakfast. Yeah, I did want to put that one in there, but then I kind of felt like I was firing a shot at Sean Stevenson, like he was a piece of shit oh, being no. eaten for breakfast. But no, yep, he's starting out on the wing. Uh, he, that is going to be his debut. Uh, Tony Finau is going to start as well. Dallas McLeod's coming off the bench. Those are your debutantes. And Tamaiti Williams will get his first start too. And I want to uh, reiterate, we did not know this team when we did the uh, full-length agenda yesterday. We guessed. But we picked it like a dirty <laughs> nose. I mean, we didn't pick... Um, Scotty J. Stevenson being on the wing. No. Funnily enough, uh, New Zealand yes. reporter uh, Liam Napier mm. managed to pick exactly the squad that was announced. And for those of you who aren't in the media, you yeah. get sent a press release that's embargoed. Yes. That has the details of the team. So I was like, here's the team, write your article now, and, yeah. we can't, and don't click go until four o'clock. Yeah. So no one gets the jump so, on anyone else. So he said, here's my predicted team. And it's, it was exactly to the reserve bench, <laughs> the team. I'll be honest, I've done this kind of trick in the past, uh, working in the mainstream sports media, where we had an all-black in the room and we wrote on a whiteboard who what we thought the starting lineup was before <laughs> it was announced. And he just stood there and nodded or shook his head. And then we went on air and we're like, here's what we think the team's going to be tomorrow. But I don't know. Like, when you do that, are you stoked with yourself? To be clear, we don't get those. No, we, no, no. no. Oh, to, be, to be very clear, we're not part of any <laughs> press release embargo. No one, nah, no one, no one, no one would send us. Because it's like a red rag to the ball. Yeah. This is embargo till midday. Yeah. Like that. The fuck it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if we ever get on that, just know that. We will be your first port of call if you want to know who the teams are. The, the giveaway is always when you're reading those articles and it's like, they could make up to 13 changes. It's like, no, they could make up to 23 changes. But they made But they made 13, 13 changes. So, <laughs> um, phenomenal. Just the, the the crystal balls that are out there in the New Zealand media. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely excellent. Uh, for me, the highlight is Leicester Whanganuku. I think anybody that watched as much uh, Super Rugby as we did, commentating all yeah. these games, just saw how incredibly he was. I think you kind of look at it and you see winger and you're like, oh, yeah, he's just like a Caleb Clark sort of type. But a winger is not a very good description for what Leicester Whanganuku does. He is all over the field. Yeah. He roams everywhere. He hits rucks. He's obviously a devastating ball runner, one of the top try scorers in Super Rugby this year as well. Um, obviously, I'm looking out my one Cantabrian eye, but I think he is like one of the. He's going to be one of the X Factor players for this World Cup. I'll match your one eye Cantab with my one eye uh, Chiefs <laughs> Mana. I want Narawa on and Moni Narawa yeah. on one wing, and I want Lester Fanganuku on the other. Yeah, I don't mind that. I think Narawa's um, nursing some sort of injury. But he's or surely he's going to make a squad. You would think so. Which gets announced. Monday at 5 p.m. Yes. So people playing for their positions here, or is it just, I mean, really, if Scotty J. Stevenson goes out, Shooter Stevenson goes out and scores nine tries. Yeah. It's to say nine. Yeah. He's not going to make the team, is he? Uh, I don't I don't <laughs> think so. And I, I think the only reason is because the things that he does, Will Jordan also does. Yeah. And the All Blacks obviously have a massive wide on for Will Jordan, as they should. Uh, yeah, he's got experience. Um, but I just kind of think... You don't have Sean uh, Sean Stevenson and Will Jordan in your team, you know. You think of, they're saying the same kind of player? They're a bit. They're a bit. I wouldn't say much for muchness, but you know, 
they yeah they fill the same role. Yeah, and so I don't think that. Uh, they're going to pick both of them in from what I've seen. It looks like they really like Will Jordan. And you've got some shock news around Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. I do have some shock news yeah. about Ren. Well, it's it's more of a conspiracy theory, if I'm honest. It's that... So obviously I talked to Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. Um, I mentioned earlier this week that the podcast is going to come out this week. It's been held up by legal. You've said something, haven't you? So the podcast... What did you do? Um, look, I don't... Do you want me to start chronologically or alphabetically? I don't know what I said that they're <laughs> holding up. Something quite defamatory. Uh, no, my thing is... Roger Tuivasa-Shek last night was at the Roosters game at mm. the Sydney Cricket Ground, Yep, uh, and he was wearing a Roosters jersey. And I think that that is the white flag that he is waving, saying, oh, I'm not going to be in the um, World Cup squad, which is announced on Monday, because... <laughs> I think that sailed, that sailed months ago, didn't it? Well, maybe, but I don't know. You know, the, the team... I think he's been told by the team now, you're not going to be in this, because... Seeing him in a Roosters jersey is the exact kind of thing that would piss the selectors off. Like, oh, you're a Rooster now, are you? I, oh, re- you- I reckon him in a Wallabies shirt would have been better. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that RTS, um, I think that was a big white flag. I don't think. And, I, you know, I talked to him as different. Yeah. Um, he sort of admitted that he thinks he's on the outer as well. But you never know, injuries and all that kind of thing. Um, you mentioned that these guys, because it is, I wouldn't say it's a B team, but it's very experimental. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's 13 changes. It's pretty wholesale. Do you think that there are people in this team that have been thrown in there to for Fozzie to be like, right, here's your chance. What have we got? No. I don't think the result or the performance of any of these players on Saturday is going to result in a change of the squad. I believe they have got their squad. Yep. Um, I think they're giving everyone a run, maybe, maybe look at some positional stuff. I think... Anton Leonard Brown is in the squad, but I think he's probably playing for a starting position. Right. I think that's what I think this yeah. this, this is. Um, so, so these guys are going to France. Yeah, but where they start, that's that you could play your way into the starting lineup. Is correct, what you're correct. That's what that's you, I reckon. You don't think any of these guys could potentially play their way out of the team? Nah, no. Nah. Uh, the only one is Scotty J. Stevenson. I don't think he's in the squad. He wasn't included in the original yeah, kind of squad. So. Uh, he's probably uh, unluckily for him, like you were saying. You got Will Jordan. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. You know, there's a few there that will probably sort of stay back as kind of non-traveling reserves. I imagine uh, the Fletcher Newells of the world, Dallas McLeod, perhaps. Uh, yeah, Dallas McLeod. But I think the rest of them. I don't, I don't think you can do anything massively wrong. Um, obviously, you've got Dane Coles. You take three hookers to the World Cup. Do you take three hookers? <sighs> I don't know. What's, oh, if, what's the procedure of, there? Yeah, if two of them are Dane Coles and Cody Taylor, I think you take three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> I don't know, it's going to be a long tournament for a couple of blokes in their mid thirties. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I think it's going to be a bit of a festival match. To be honest, that's why I think you should get on the TAB for like <laughs> seriously high a high scoring game. I think a potential fifty points to 30, 60 points to forty. Yeah, right. Type right. scenario. I reckon it's going to be it's going to be a Harlequins kind of yeah. throw around barbarians, barbarians. versus Harlequins. Um, but I am, trick shots. I am looking forward to what the Australians do um, with the haka down at the system yes. lunchbox. Yep. I suggested on Radio Hodaki breakfast this morning during my sports update that potentially they uh, put the ashes of Rolf Harris uh, <laughs> into a British paints tin and they place that in front of the <laughs> haka. Uh, but with a twist, if you lose, you have to take his ashes. So oh, yeah, it's not oh, the, for loser the, the loser has to look after <laughs> Roth Harris's filthy ashes yeah. uh, until the next time. I like that. Yeah. Um, if you are heading along to the game, or even if you just want somewhere to watch it and you're in and around the Dunedin area, come and see me tomorrow morning at the Kensington. I'll oh, yep. be flying in bright and early. Woo! And then um, we'll trudge on down to Forsyth Bar Stadium straight after that. So come and see me at the Kensington. I have in my hot little hands G-Lane's credit card. We'll oh, see yeah. you there.
Ah, uh, the Sunshine Girls knocked our silver ferns off. We talked about it yesterday, yeah, didn't we? Just we did. Said they, they, you know, they, they're a chance. They're a chance. They've also uh, beaten us the last three times they've faced us in a tournament, a World Cup or a, a Commonwealth Games. How big is their shooter? They've got our number. How big is the Jamaican shooter? She, uh, she is huge. She's, pr- she's problematic for our defence. <laughs> I think if she could... She only needs to jump about 20 centimetres and she could dunk she it. She could dunk it, She's yeah. two metres. They need to... I've got to be honest. I think Nipple should uh, lower the room and allow dunking. Yeah, it would be pretty mean. Especially alley-oops so- would be great. Oh, because yeah. the timing of their passing is immaculate. Yeah. They have to time their jump. They have to time the pass. Yeah. So I'd say alley-ooping would go through the roof. It would be sick. Yeah, oh, 100%. Shit. Like, if you saw Grace the Wiggy just go up there and dunk it... <laughs> Um, and the hoop swinging off it, like shouting at the other chick defending her. But there's, there's all sorts going on. It's a strange tournament. Like we've talked about how it's, um, it's the tournament is in a convention centre. Yep. It's a school holiday program. There's yep. all sorts of weird. Even, it's, it's even filmed weirdly. The live yeah. coverage is weird. The shots are weird. Um, but England have upset Australia. Yes. Uh, the Jamaicans upset Silver Ferns, but that's not affected anything because the semifinals are now Australia versus Jamaica. And England versus New Zealand. Yes. So yeah. it hasn't affected anything, but you'd have to say England, pretty hot form beating Australia. So, yeah. It's looking pretty dicey for us. Um, that game, our semi is on Saturday, which is tomorrow or today, if you're listening to it on a Saturday, uh, against England, as you mentioned, who just rolled the Aussies. It's time to go to the NRL Hall of Shame. Oh, right yes. the line with intent there. You've left the ground. You're off. Make what? Contact with the Send off. Send off. <laughs> Nathan Brown. Sent off, having just come yeah, onto the field for the Roosters. 30 seconds uh, he was on the field for the Roosters. <laughs> That's a, is that a record? It is a record. And also the other part of this is that <clears throat> it was Nathan Brown who used to play for the Eels, not to be confused with Nathan Brown who used to coach the Warriors. Yeah. That's very confusing. Um, I think this is his first game for the Roosters since they've brought him in. He was not uh, put onto the field for the first 60 minutes, which the front rowers usually play in like 20-minute yeah. spurts and then they come off and on, off and on. That's why you always see Bunty R4 in the first half for the Warriors. So the coach obviously didn't trust this guy. And he's like, I'm going to let these other two play for an entire hour because I don't trust you. And uh, Nathan Brown's rewarded that lack of trust by coming out and within 30 seconds putting a massive head high on Ben Trebojevic and getting sent for the rest of the game. Very polite way to go. He goes, but sir, but sir, <laughs> yeah. send off. Yeah, that was his um, captain actually, James oh, Sadeska. Yeah, oh, okay. like a send off. No, no, uh, Nathan Brown was blowing up deluxe. He was yelling at the guy that he hit in the face, calling him a sook, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just love that for the... For a the, sook. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very Aussie word to call someone it a is. sook. Can't have a sook. Uh, does anyone still care about the FIFA Women's World Cup here in New Zealand? Oh, yeah, we've got a handful of games left. We've yep. got the final round of 16 on um, Saturday mm-hmm. uh, in Eden Park. There's a few final rounds of 16, and then we've got a quarter and a semi. Yep. So I think there's a still a there's a residual amount of interest, but I must admit when, you know, the when, football ferns out. Yeah. Uh, and some of the games being played in New Zealand, apart from uh, that South African game down yeah. in Wellington, have been a bit, a bit like one alls and one nils. Yeah, or nil all draws with yeah. one team, like like what they did to us, the yeah. Swiss team. But the South African team, when they when they beat Italy, that was a great game, three two. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good game to watch. So um, there are good games to be had. I think us getting knocked out is pretty. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's deflating. It's put a pin in it. It really has. Um, I even tried to jump on the Swiss team, and I really just haven't been able to follow it. Uh, apart from uh, the story that came out. I, I don't, so the game was like a few days ago, but then yesterday or the day before, the story started blowing up about this creepy sign that was seen at the mm. um, at Forsyth Bar Stadium. And basically it was 
a sign directed at Swiss striker Alicia Lehman, who we've talked about on this podcast yep. before. Yes. And it said, um, sign my belly so I can be on the telly. What's wrong with that? I, don't, I didn't think it was creepy until I saw a picture of the guy who was holding it. <laughs> yeah. That was the creepy part. It was, just, it was a bit of alliteration. Yeah. Sign my belly. He wasn't saying sign my cock so I can <laughs> get on TikTok. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you landed that one. It's <laughs> belly. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, fuck. I mean, get over yourselves. Yeah, nah, 100%. I agree. The only thing creepy about it was that bloke. Uh, all right, that'll do us for a Friday. Um, that is all brought to you by Musashi, who powers some of New Zealand's elite athletes, including Aaron Smith, Carlos Olberg, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, who I did talk to, as I mentioned before, um, <laughs> earlier this week. Did you, though? Well, maybe. maybe did not. you? You keep talking about it. I know, but um, it's been held up at legal, so uh, you won't be able to hear that one this weekend. We will give you a Sunday scenario uh, to listen to on the Sunday, though. Um, and massive congrats to Dave Easterbrook from Te Aratu. That's out my way. He won last week's Musashi prize pack. Yeah. Uh, but all he did was text SHRED to 3236. Uh, he went in the draw and won himself that massive Musashi prize pack. So if you see uh, David Easterbrook around, he'll be looking shredded out of his mind. All right, we'll see you on Sunday for the Sunday scenario. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi.